Hey, this is Dawn from Reaching Women Everywhere. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're going to be discussing Kent Crockett's book called Slaying the Giants with Debbie Snyder. I have an excerpt from our discussion. We're going to be listening to it over the next several podcasts. So let's welcome Debbie. Hey, Debbie. I'm here. There. Hey, <laughs> welcome. So glad you're here today. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Really good. Oh, good. Um, well, we're here reaching women everywhere, and I'm excited to uh, to talk about what God's put on our hearts today, and we're going through Kent Crockett's book again on the chapter of temptation. So lots to say about that. Um, I've been digging through some scriptures. Uh, do you have something that's kind of sticking out in your brain? Yes. Well, um, through our Zoom meeting that we had on temptation, um, the the thing that kept coming back that was very, very powerful um, is the fact that um, when we look at scripture, um, especially Galatians chapter five, mm-hmm. um, if we will walk by the spirit, we will not fulfill the lustful desires of the flesh. So that really sat with me because what, what, hap- what we were talking about is when we try to fight temptation in our flesh, mm-hmm. it will never work. It'll, it, it'll never work. We have to walk in the spirit and that's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control, right? That's what, that's what Galatians says. So when we walk in those virtues, we automatically will have the strength to avoid these temptations through the spirit. And it's the spirit that's doing the work, not our flesh. So I thought that was powerful. That is very powerful. I know we're pulling everybody right into the depths of where our conversations have already brought us um, since we've been studying this. Uh, And it's so applicable to every, everybody's life, what you're saying with how the Holy Spirit's in us, but it started I, I was, I went back to Genesis and I was thinking, you know, there's so many scriptures that help us to live the Christian life. Yet this whole temptation story, it starts back in the garden of Eden, Genesis two, chapter two, verse 17 um, shows how Eve knew the truth and God stated, okay, this is what's going to happen if you eat this. So there's truth with consequences. You go to the next verse, it talks about how actually her spouse was given to each, the spouses were given to each other to strengthen one another, you know? So here I'm thinking we're in this Bible study together. We're, we're reading these books and, and even this, this podcast, uh, we're supposed to walk with each other to strengthen one another, like remind each other, this is how we got to live. And this is, you know, point each other back to God's word. And, and then if you go into Genesis chapter three, verse one, uh, you see Eve questioning, you know, God's warning. And then it goes on to how she, she didn't, she recalled the truth. Let me read that real quick. In Genesis uh, chapter two, verse three, I, I'm, I'm getting back to what you were saying. I'm not, yes. off, I'm not off track completely. I really am not. Um, but Genesis two, verse three, I just wanted to, I didn't have that one open. Is that what it was? Was it anyways? Was it three? It's three, two. I got I reversed it, right? Or three, one, three, one. And she also. said, the woman said, um, can it really be that God said you shall not eat from the, any tree of the garden? So she, she's questioning, she's having a conversation. She's recalling the truth that 
because uh, she, she said, well, God said this. So she recalled the truth and starts engaging in a conversation with evil, right? So she, and she didn't run away. So she's, and I think that's what happens with the temptation. We, it doesn't happen like boom and you're, you're tempted. You're, you have a opportunity for escape. And God, God talks about that in scripture. And like what you're saying, when we're connected to the Holy Spirit, and those fruits of the spirit are living in us, it empowers us to run and to uh, recognize this is temptation. And, and it gives us the strength to get out of there. To get out. Absolutely. Right? And, and, you know, also in Genesis 3, another point that we talked about was that guess who's going to meet us at our point of temptation? We'll have, we'll have a greeter there. And it's going to be Satan himself. Right. So he knows. And, and that's, that's who met Eve at the tree mm-hmm. in the middle of the garden in Genesis. Satan was right there. So he that's was another thing we have to be aware of is that when we feel temptation coming on and if we're going to step toward it, we're going to have a greeter right there. And who really wants to spend time with Satan? Well, he's deceiving. He's a deceiver. He is. Yep. He's the chief deceiver. He's a, he's a father of lies. So, you know, a lot of times people think what looks beautiful and it, it is attractive. It's good. Therefore, it must be from God. And he is a liar. He is. Um, he takes what God creates. He's not a creator. So he takes what God creates and he twists it because he's mm-hmm. wicked and he's. Um, going to make it look a certain way because if it was obvious and ugly, we would not be tempted to go there, you know? Exactly. And so he, he exactly. has to, he makes it attractive. And, and that's, that's where the, you know, we get pulled because our flesh is engaged. Um, and we're constantly warring against the flesh and the spirit constantly. And the, yes. the flesh is pulled and he knows our weaknesses. He knows exactly what's going to press our button our our buttons and, and, and pull us. Yes. And he's yes. been studying us. He knows, especially those people who are living for the Lord. He's not, he's not going to bother with people who are already living for him because <laughs> they're not a threat. <laughs> we're, we're the people who are trying to share Christ and, and, and open people's eyes, encourage them to live for the Lord. He's going to, he's going to tempt us and we have to be aware. And that's why he's given us, like you said, the Holy spirit to empower us. Uh, And, and, and another, another thing to, to remember is that God will always provide a means for escape. mm -hmm. And he shows that in Genesis Uh, again, Genesis, but further in Genesis 39, where Joseph was tempted by mm. Potiphar's wife, wife right? right? And, and, and what happened? I mean, in Genesis 39, 12, she grabbed him by his garment and said, sleep with me, but leaving his garment in her hand, he escaped and ran outside. So we have to always remember God will always provide a means yes, for yes. escape, but our job, what it says there is run, run, run. turn the other run. way and run. Now, there's another example of temptation and running, but it was in the opposite direction. And who was that? That was David. David right. ran towards the temptation with Bathsheba. He stood on the balcony and, and he watched her. Right. right? Well, he, he didn't engaged, turn and run as, J- as Joseph did. Right. He kept feeding those thoughts and feeding those thoughts. And he did not. And he engaged in that temptation opposed to running away. Exactly. He fed, he fed into it. And. And, you know, 
But sin less... starts as a thought. It doesn't start yeah. as the action. It starts as a thought. It, 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 every single one, whether it's Adam and Eve, whatever's going on in our life, we didn't just, even affairs, people have affairs. They don't just jump into bed with some person. They, it begins as a, as a thought. As a thought. You Correct. know, and if we take captive our minds and our minds are the mind of Christ yes. and we are in the God's word, our, our mind is going to be centered on doing the right thing. We have to yes. constantly do it every day. And that's why he says, die, die daily and to feed on God's word daily, because we are, we're, we can't do this on our own. And we have an enemy who is out there. It says that he roams around seeking whom he may devour. Well, if mm-hmm. we're... And he may, he may not devour us. We, we got, we want to stay in his word, in God's word and we want to resist temptation yeah. and, and it's going to come in all different forms every day, but we have to be aware. That's, I mean, there's so many scriptures that are just flooding my mind. Just even the, the, um, armor of God, you know, you just go right down the line, the helmet of salvation. Okay. We're saved by Jesus Christ. Therefore we have the, uh, Holy Spirit. We were empowered, right? We have the breastplate of righteousness. Well, we have the righteousness of Christ and we have the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And, you know, we, we can fight this enemy. He's given us the armor to, to fight this enemy. And temptation is, is one of the tactics. It's not the enemy in itself. It's one of the tactics that the enemy chooses to use to keep us ineffective um, he tries to convince us then if we give in temptation and we sin, he then tries to say that, okay, well, you now you're disqualified. You're, um, you know, you're obviously now, as soon as, as he's the accuser of the brethren. So as yes. soon as, as soon as we sin and mess up and, and we're going to, let's just be honest, we're going to, um, he, he is the one who tempts us. And then he's the one who turns around and goes up, oh, well, you did this. You can't, yes. God can't use you now. Well, that's a lie. And, and, that's we're now, right. and so we, we can't, just think, okay, now God can't use us. I mean, the blood of Christ, the blood of Jesus covers all of it, past, present, and future sins. And and God has, God has provided that armor for us. It's our job to put it on every morning. We have to put it on. And we also have to remember that not to give Satan a -hmm. foothold because then he turns that into a stronghold, right? Oh, that's good. He'll he'll take a foothold. He'll take a little crack. And now it becomes a stronghold. And it says right in Ephesians, be angry and do not sin. Don't let the sun go down on your anger and don't give the devil an opportunity. We have to remember not to give the devil an opportunity. And that could mean one slight little thought, one slight little move. We have Mm -hmm. to cast it down or run the opposite way right yeah and you know there's a, a verse i've used for years with my kids it says strife where there is strife is every evil work and um yes. uh, you know as a mom it was great to throw that at my kids when they're arguing you know mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but but the truth is if you're going to bed angry let's look at marriage for a second they're, you're inviting strife in your relationship you're allowing you're in like you said you're inviting satan to um you're inviting yes and and we have you know, we have the I don't know, say so, I guess, to say, okay, I'm not going to have anything to do with this or, all right, you know, come and no, who, who in the right mind would say, yes, Satan, I'm welcoming you into my home. But we, <laughs> we, we do it unknowingly because we are not walking in the spirit. You know, you go back to what you said in Galatians chapter five, our, right. the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience. And, you know, yeah, you really, I just want to encourage people. You, you have to read the word of God. You can't just pick scriptures, but it's so 
it's addictive. <laughs> so the, the more you read, the more you understand God, the Lord, and, and as a whole, and what he's saying as a whole, like just saying the fruits of the spirits are love, joy, peace, we'll just stop at love. Well, if you go to 1 Corinthians 13, it explains what love is. That's right. And so, but and it's all connected and it's, it's so, it's encompassing and it shows us how to live a Christian life and how the Holy Spirit works through us and, and why, you know, I mean, our, we have a, a godly life to, we want to live a godly life. And if we, we want to keep our minds on our, the purpose that God's put in our life and, and who, who we are and, and Satan, glorify God, glorify yes. God in all that we do. Right. And, and, and Satan wants to tempt us to get us off track. He, yes. and, and, and the thing is when you're in the word, the more you're in the word, the clearer it is as to who's tempting us and, and what is a temptation. And, and, and so it, like we talked in our group, it could be some, it could be food. It could be, I'm tempted to eat chocolate, you know, on a bad day or, mm-hmm. or, you know, there, it could be anything. It, it, some people's temptations might seem, uh, you know, in somebody's mind so much worse than another, but you know what? Any temptation that leads us away from God is sin. Period. And the more we know, the more we know scripture, the more we use scripture against the temptation, just like Jesus did. Mm-hmm. What did Jesus do when he was tempted in the desert? That's right. He used God's word against it. And we have that. Author- we have to remember, we have that authority in us. Right. To use script, to, to use a scripture. And, and that's our weapon. That is a weapon. That's the right. Sword, the sword is our weapon. And in our armor of God, sword is our weapon. And that's mm-hmm. the truth. And that's the word of God. It is. And it says in um, Hebrews 2, 18, talking about Jesus, because he himself in his humanity has suffered in being tempted. He is able to help and provide immediate assistance to those who are being tempted and exposed to suffering. So he yes. went, like you said, he was tempted. He gets it. He knows exactly what to do. And he laid it out for us so clearly, like you said, mm-hmm. this, yes. is how, this is how you handle it. That's right. And going back to the Lord's prayer, lead us not into temptation, mm-hmm. right? We talked about that as well, which was, which was really, really good. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the points that we brought out with that. Um, what deliver me, us from evil, right? And for, because he knows, lead us not to temptation, right? What is it? And deliver right. us from evil. They're connected. If you give into temptation, you're headed down a path where there's evil. I mean, there's... And, and it's a temptation because it's, it is tempting. It's, it's something that is hooked up to, that's a desire in you, whether it's our sinful, our flesh nature. Um, but God knows the consequences and he's right. trying to prevent us from going to a place that he doesn't want his children to go. And he, he does this not for us to not have an enjoyable life, but <laughs> you know, people think that like God's no fun, yes, right? Exactly. It is so, he's it's, it's a life or death situation. He's, he's, preve- he's preventing us from that grief. And I mean, I think all of us at one point have made a decision um, and whether it was our, a flesh desire or we'll just leave it at that. And after it came uh, manifested, there was regret later on. And you have to live with that regret, even if the Lord, even if circumstances that God does work things out together for good for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. And he often will, um, you know, in his forgiveness and his mercy, 
work things out beautifully for us when we make a mess. But there are, but sometimes what we live with is regret and, 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 yes. and our minds will be like a war zone. And, you know, it's others, there's a, a lot of, uh, a lot of that garbage God's just trying to protect, keep us from and He tells us how, and it's really that simple. Um, and it's all in his word. If the answers are all in his they word. Are. In, in Romans, I just want to share with um, Paul. I think about this all the time because we, we look at Paul and we think this guy is like, I mean, who, who could possibly be like Paul, right? Exactly. Stellar. <laughs> and, right. And he says, for I know that no, I, I'm going to read the word just for a few minutes. It says, for I know no good lives in me. That is in my flesh and my human nature, my worldliness, my sinful capacity for the willingness to do good is present in me, but the doing of good is not. For the good I want to do, I do not do. But I practice the very evil that I do not want. But if I'm, and I'm thinking, so he, here's Paul, who is an apostle. You know, he's he's sharing the word to <laughs> everywhere. He wrote the Bible. He wrote. He wrote. He, God, wrote, God, he wrote most of the most right, of the, New, the Testament. New Testament. The Lord used it through him. Yet he says. I'm constantly doing what I don't want to do. Right. I mean, cause he's still human. And yeah. he goes on to say, um, he's talking about, you know, if, if I joyfully delight in the law of God in my inner self, in my new nature, right. Which is living for Jesus Christ. But I see a different law and rule in the members of my body, which is with its appetites and desires, waging a war against the, my mind and, and making me a prisoner, um, of the law of sin, which is within my body. Right. So he's like his spirit and his flesh are warring. He says, wretched and miserable man that I am, who will rescue me and set me free from this body of death, this corrupt and moral existence. And I get that because it's like, my goodness, like I keep doing the same things I don't want to do. How come like I'm growing in the Lord and I'm, and I'm, I'm passionate for Christ and I've, I've matured as a believer yet. I'm like, you know, my focus is, is wrong or my, my, you know, I, I'm not where I should be. And I, and you and I love Joyce Meyer. We talk about her. What is she? And she always says what I'm not. I'm um, not I'm, uh, about, about getting there. Like, she, yeah, she's like not, I'm not where, she's I not where she wants. She's not where she wants to be, but she's better than she was. She's not where she used to be. Yeah. She's she, where, yeah. Right. She's not where she used, used to, to be. be. I like, I, right. And so I think Paul, Paul's saying that. And, that's and we can't beat ourselves up about that. We really can't beat ourselves up about that because if our heart, God knows our hearts, we have to always remember that God knows our hearts, our flesh is going to fail. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, as long as we're working and feeding our spirit, going back to that feeding the spirit again and walking in the spirit, as long as we're doing that, reading the word, prayer time with God, walking with him as much as we can, our temptations are going to be fought easier with, mm -hmm. you know, going into the spirit and knowing his word and the truth that's going to be our, our best weapon against it, you know? So mm -hmm. I think it's just focusing on, um, not so much focusing on how am I going to stop doing this? You know, how am I going to stop being tempted by this? Whether, like you said, whether it be eating or, or, or doing something else, it's let me build my relationship with Christ in a deeper way. And then it's just going to become easier. So let's work on that part of it rather than the flesh part of it. Absolutely. I had, I, it, yeah, because you're full and you're, you're just yes. like a fountain, like there's fountains that just kind of, um, 
that'll just bubble up and just have a slow trickle. And then there's ones that are like shooting up really fierce, right? They're, they're, well, think of like garbage trying to get in, you know, like the ones that have more of a pressure built up, it's really, nothing's going to come near it. Cause it's like, sh it's full of, uh, there's mm -hmm. power <laughs> the, the water. Mm -hmm. And I, I had heard that illustration years ago and it, it's a good thought because you're not going to have that power if you're not feeding on God's word. And, and when right. you are, you are so full, it just literally overflows out of you. And, you know, are you, is it overflowing out of you with gusto or is it a slow trickle? You know, and I think when it's, there's that gusto, you're just not as inclined to be moved by the flesh. And, um, in Paul, we're after what we were reading in, in Romans, Paul actually then says, thanks be to God for my deliverance through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then on one hand, I myself with my mind serve the law of God, but on the other with my flesh, my human nature, my worldliness, my sinful capacity, I serve the law of sin. He said, therefore, there is now no condemnation and no guilty verdict, no punishment for those who are in Christ Jesus, who believe in him as a personal Lord and Savior. For the law of the spirit of life, which is in Jesus Christ, has set you free from the law of sin and death. So we are, because of Jesus, when we still, what he's saying is we still have, we still live in the flesh. We're not delivered from that until we leave this earth. And now we, and we have the Holy Spirit. Like you said, I encourage anybody to go to Galatians chapter five, read what the fruits of the spirit, how, what lives in us when we have Jesus Christ. And we have that because he died for us, because we have a savior and he lives in us. So we're not without dealing with this. Um, flesh. We're not left alone. We're not, right. left, we're not alone. left alone, but we're also you not know? left without, you know, when I was a new believer, I get, you get different ideas. I think in your mind thinking, uh, I know Jesus now it's like, uh, you know, like almost like you arrive and <laughs> you're going to like have less struggles or something or less, who knows? Right. But it's so not like that because we, like we said, there is an enemy and a lot of times it's ourself, <laughs> you know, yes. we give, we want to always point the finger, you know, Satan tempted me. Right. And, and, and Adam and Eve did they, right. They went down the line. He said, she made me do it. She, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. and she's like, well, no, the devil made me do it. And the thing is they all got consequences, but the truth is um, it's, we really need to look at ourselves and the thing that we need to focus on is not so much the, the failings of our flesh, but who we now have living in us, who we have in. And it says, you know, it, it, when you were saying overflows it, 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 um, Psalm 23 came to my mind and Psalm 23, five, you prepare a table before me mm. in the presence of my enemies you anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Oh, that's awesome. So that yeah. just that that thought of just the Lord just pouring into us and it just it can't even it can't even we can't even hold it. It literally comes right it's out of us. Flowing out. Yes. Yes. And and it's him. That's what's flowing it's out. Him. I, and so like the idea of being um like let's say you want a glass of orange juice and you're thirsty. It doesn't really matter what the pitcher looks like if you want what's in it, you know, and we're really the pitchers, you know, whether mm -hmm. we're 
um, you know, you've heard illustrations of earthen vessels and different things. It, we're in the picture, but we're holding that drink. We're holding what what's going to quench the thirst. And that's Jesus. And, and the more that we feed on his, the word and yield to the Holy Spirit, it's that is he is what's being poured out of us. It's all him. The vessel and that. Right. And. And, and we, we go to that because I know we started talking about temptation because the focus isn't so much on what's temptation. It, it has to be on who's in you and what you're yielding to and what's flowing out of you. That's right. And it's just, it's similar. We talked about fear. I think we talked about fear a couple of weeks ago. A little bit. Yeah. And, and, and when we're looking at fear, we shouldn't just stop at the mountain that's causing us to be fearful. We need to look beyond the mountain. And look at who is with us, and that's God, and He's bigger than the mountain. So, so it's it's again keeping our eyes and our perspective on Christ, and not whatever it is, whether it be a temptation or whether it be a fear, or you know whatever it is. We have to remember that that Christ promises to never leave us nor forsake us. And because of that, we have him with us constantly. He's omnipresent. He's mm-hmm. everywhere with us. He's never not with us. We can't, we can't go anywhere without him. So when, when we have that confidence, we could overcome the fear. We can overcome the temptation. But again, going back to what you said, it's mm-hmm. all him. Overfl- and the more he's overflowing out of us, the stronger we are. And that's awesome that yeah, it, it, you're right because we we don't want to live we're here sharing and encouraging because we want people to be empowered in the life that the lord has for them and to fulfill the call on their life uh no matter where they are but with christ because when he's involved you have victory in every area and over something like what we're talking about with temptation. And I'd like to read in first Corinthians chapter 10. I, I, I honestly, I would encourage you to read the whole chapter, chapter 10. Cause it, it it's awesome. Uh, it's hard to pick what's best, <laughs> best start, but here's this. Uh, let no one in verse 12, let no one who thinks he stands firm, immune to temptation, being overconfident and self-righteous, take care that he does not fall into sin or condemnation. I think, we have to be careful just because we're a believer, just because we've been walking with the Lord for 30 years does not mean that we're, we're immune to temptation or that we, you know, Oh, well, I know the Lord, I have the Holy spirit. He says, no temptation, regardless of its source has overtaken or enticed you. That is not common to human experience. It's not common to man, but God is faithful to his word. He is compassionate and trustworthy, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability to resist but along with the temptation he has in the past and now and will always provide a way out. That's the verse we were looking for so that you will always, you will be able to endure without yielding and will overcome temptation with joy. Therefore, my beloved run, keep far away from any sort of idolatry. And that includes loving anything more than loving God or participating in anything that leads to sin and enslaves the soul. I'm speaking mm-hmm. as to wise and sensible people. Judge carefully and thoughtfully consider for yourselves what I say. And mm. so there you go. That's yeah. right from God's and, word. And, and, and we'll have victory. You know, I, I, while you were um, speaking earlier, I, I thought of uh, John 16. 
1633, I have told you these things so that in me, you have, you may have peace. You will have suffering in this world. You will have temptations in this world. You will have, you know, fears in this world, whatever that suffering is, you will have suffering in this world. Be courageous. I have conquered the world. So with us having and knowing and remembering Christ is in us, we, we have our only weapon that we need to fight these things and to know that he's already conquered the war. He's already conquered. He's already, he's his, it's finished. That's awesome. That's so good. Well, that was awesome, Debbie. Thank you so much for sharing this with me today. And um, we'll be here again uh, next week. And we'll be talking about Kent Crockett's next chapter and doubt. And that's uh, unforgiveness. That's right. Okay. Yeah, we I know we talked there there was doubt was doubt in there. Did we not doubt was in there, but um yeah, we could we could touch on doubt too, but the, the next um our next zoom is on unforgiveness. So And there um, the link will be on the one. website if anybody wants to join, you can just uh send a message and we can send you the contact information if you feel led to join at our weekly study. Um which is Right. Oh, that would be great. That would be great. We welcome all guests. And like I said, the, this week's um, it's Friday at 10 o'clock and uh, topic will be. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me again. And I will, we'll see you here next week. All right. You're so, welcome. Right, yes. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us today at Reaching Women Everywhere. And we will see you back here next week. God bless.